everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the podcast. Today is Wednesday, the 31st of October. Some of you are talking about Halloween today, and I'm going to touch on that just a little bit. And then we're going to talk about the last week of the MomStrong International Bible Study for the month of October as we launch into the month of November. It's going to be a great day at the podcast. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. family is in the middle of a little bit of a break right now. We appreciate your prayer and uh, we just know that we're going to come back refreshed and ready for me to hit the road. I will be heading over to record at Family Life Today with my friend Dennis Rainey. And then from there, I'll be uh, jumping a plane to Boston to uh, speak at a women's event. So I'm really excited about that. If you're in that area, I have a feeling that they are still taking tickets or they're still selling tickets. So head on over to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events. And you can see not only where I'll be this next weekend, but also what my speaking schedule is uh, for the year 2019. My speaking schedule, by the way, is pretty well full. So if you're looking to book me, uh, you're probably looking at 2020 at this point, you can do that by just reaching out to us, fill out the speaking tab on the website and inquire. I love to go wherever God calls me and I'd love to be at your event. All right, this is Halloween. All right, Uh, true confessions. I actually don't like Halloween. Uh, By the time Halloween comes, I am so tired of seeing all the skulls and all the darkness and all the yuck at everywhere from Costco to Home Depot. And I am like, I actually love Halloween for the sake that it just, as soon as it's over, I can go, yay, Thanksgiving. (laughs) It's just all things pilgrims and thankfulness and then Jesus and Christmas. And uh, so for that, in that respect, I super love it. But I do want to just really quickly, I'm going to, I know you guys are going to ask me, so I'm just going to give you our family's take on whether or not we participate in Halloween. I talk about this every year. And I want to just encourage you guys, don't lose your heads over this topic. I see so many people screaming and yelling at each other on social media. And I decided a long time ago to bow out of the conversation because I didn't think it was helpful. Many, many years ago, Jay and I did not do Halloween at all. And in fact, I would say we still don't do it. Like you're not going to come to my house and see, you know, skeletons hanging from my doors or anything like that. I think we live in a culture already that celebrates death. And I don't know that I need to accentuate that. We do that every day uh, through the abortion industry and euthanasia. And uh, yeah, there's a hundred different ways that we celebrate death in the culture. But something that we encountered, actually, it wasn't something, a, a really wise person several years ago really challenged my husband and I with this idea that we could use Halloween as an opportunity to get to know our neighbors. And he said, you know, what other day is it, and he's completely right about this, where people will come to your door and just talk to you. They'll come to your door and yes, they're there for trick-or-treating, but he said, I know so many Christians that, you know, they don't open their doors and they won't talk to people, so they turn off their lights and they close their blinds and they pretend like that night's not actually happening. He said, what would happen if you took the opportunity to introduce yourself to your neighbors, kids in the area, give them the biggest candy bar that, they could, that they're going to get in the area and then um, use it as an opportunity to speak into their lives. And so that's what we've done for many, many years. We live out in the country now and actually nobody trick-or-treats uh, where we live. But I just want to encourage you, this is not something I think Christians should be uh, arguing and fighting over and uh, 
careening around like peacocks about either, you know, because we, like Paul, you know, we take so much pride in the fact that we don't do it or so much pride in the fact that we do do it, that the message on both sides is pretty well lost. And so if you choose not to participate, uh, that's fine. But please don't don't uh, slam your other brothers and sisters in Christ who might be opening their doors to trick-or-treaters because we really don't know what the Holy Spirit is doing in the life of another brother or sister in Christ who maybe like me decided, you know, we're going to open our doors to trick-or-treaters and we're going to be kind and admire their costumes. Well, the ones you can admire <laughs> and use it as an opportunity to be salt and light. So that's really all I wanted to say about Halloween, other than the fact that I'm really, really glad uh, that it's over. <laughs> As of today, we're good. Tomorrow, it'll be the 1st of November. We're coming into what is, for me, the most wonderful time of the year. I love Thanksgiving. It's my favorite holiday because it's all of the family togetherness and all the food without the fuss and the pressure of presents. And so for me, this is the most wonderful time of the year, and I'm really excited about it. My sister Haley came over a few weeks ago when I was traveling somewhere and she decorated our whole house for Thanksgiving. And I think I cried like a little girl. I was so pleased that she would have blessed me in that way. So whatever we can be doing to bless each other, this is the time of year to really start thinking about those things. All right. So today, because it's Wednesday, we're going to talk about the study at MomStrong International. We are in the very last week of the study that has been going on for the whole month. And here's what I find really exciting about um, coming to the end of the studying on truth. First of all, hopefully you are really learning what it means to, to spot truth when you see it and to share it with your kids. And so next month, we're gonna take what we've learned and we're gonna walk out confidently onto the battlefield knowing that we've been listening to the heart of God for people, which is why I mentioned Halloween. God loves people. Those people that are trick-or-treating in your neighborhood, he died for them. God sent his son to die for those people. He loves those people. And whether or not you decide to uh, to go out and actually trick-or-treat with them, can I just encourage you to have God's heart for people? Because all month long, we've been making a case for believing and knowing that God loves people and that he is truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is truth. How are they going to know unless you tell them? Last week, we learned about the necessity of courage, right, in the life of a believer. And now we're going to turn our focus to living in such a way that we learn to boldly speak the truth that God has shown us to others. We are living in a time when it's easy to communicate with people. We can talk online, we can use social media to make a case for or against something. We can talk on our phones, through books, through music. But here's the thing, we were born in need of community. And that community needs an honest communication, especially where issues of truth are concerned. But before we speak, we need to listen. So this week at MomStrong International, we're going to start by listening to the heart of God for people. And I want you to, uh, we're going to, we're writing out a whole bunch of scripture passages. If you're not doing this with me, I want you to, I want to encourage you to do that. It's just $2 a week or $8 a month. And for that $2 every week, we are writing out a Bible study for you, one that you can do with your children. You have free copy work up there. So I want to encourage you to take advantage of that. But what it comes down to is that the basis for speaking at all should always be love. The Bible says that everything we do should be motivated by love and done in love. And any other way that we do it is not God's way. So think about with me for just a minute, a time when you did something that didn't reflect the heart of Jesus and you looked back on it and you thought, oh, I wish I would have done that better. Have you ever been in that place? 
I know that I have been in that place before. And we want to not be in that place. We want to be in a place where we're listening to the Holy Spirit and we're moving when he says to move. I have often said to my children that their father and I, our primary responsibility as parents is to get our children to adulthood, to walk with them through their childhood to adulthood so that they arrive there with as little regret as possible. And one of the ways that we do that is by learning when they're very little to lead. And once we know the heart of God toward people and we've listened to his still small voice and we've learned about his amazing love, it's time to begin to lead. The gospel should motivate us to action in every area of our lives. And I think we don't often think about ourselves as leaders unless we have an official title, but God doesn't see it that way. Listen to how the Apostle Paul sees each of us as God's children. In 2 Corinthians 5, verse 20, it says, We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. That's you. That's you, teen who is listening to this. That's you, mom in the shower. That's you, dad who's listening while your, while your wife's cooking dinner. You're an ambassador. According to the Apostle Paul, we are ambassadors for Christ. So what's an ambassador? It's an accredited diplomat. This is the, the dictionary. Sent by a country as its official representative to a foreign land. Yep, that's you. We are God's diplomat sent on his command to go into all the world. There's your foreign country and represent the kingdom of heaven. So here's a great question on this Halloween day. Are we representing him well? Are we teaching our children how much God loves people? Are we teaching them about his standard, about sin, about eternity? You see, God's word should change people, not the other way around. So look with me for just a minute at Hebrews chapter 13, verse 7. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. That's really what we have an opportunity to do. And I want you to think with me for just a minute of a person who this, who this verse would refer to in your own life. Are you that person? Am I that person? Am I someone who my kids can look at and go, man, I looked at the outcome of my mom's life and I want to imitate her faith, imitate what she's, what she's been doing, imitate how God has been working through the lives of my parents. We want to consider the outcome of the way of life of those who are ambassadors for Jesus and then imitate them. And as we consider that the gospel doesn't leave us where it finds us, I'm going to ask you another question. Are you taking your role as an ambassador seriously enough to have your life held up to the standard of God's word? Let's just sit on that for a second. Do you take your role as an ambassador seriously enough to have your life held up to the standard in God's word. Why or why not? Because we want our lives to be able to hit the mark, to measure, to be measured by God's standard. And this might be the most important thing that you think about as you, as you consider your ambassadorship for the Lord Jesus. We want to be able to rightly divide his word. We want to recognize that we speak on behalf of the Lord. And when we get to the nitty-gritty of this week's lesson at MomStar International, it's the speaking part, right? Because we're talking about what it means to be an ambassador, to live out loud for the Lord. Now, you guys know that God's love is fierce. You know it's tenacious. 
You know that you're ambassadors, and as such, you are accountable to represent his, him well. And listen, men and women, God is serious about this. When we speak for him, we need to accurately represent his heart as well as his truth. His heart as well as his truth. And I think that's where sometimes in the culture right now, it's easy for us to represent his truth and we miss representing his heart. I don't want, I don't want you to miss out representing the heart of God because God cares about you. And he cares about the people that you interact with, especially when they know that you belong to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. The minute people know that you're a believer, they should see Jesus in you. Actually, they should see him in you before then. Years ago, I had the opportunity to speak for a secular uh, organization talking about marriage and family and God's heart for marriages and what that looked like. And right before I went to go speak, the, the gentleman that had invited me there came up to me and he said, you know, Heidi, I'm really concerned. I, I just want to be really sure that you don't, that you're not proselytizing because this is not a Christian organization. And I don't want people to feel like they have to somehow, you know, do your Jesus thing. So please don't talk about God. And my heart sort of sunk because I was thinking, well, I have to talk about God because that's kind of all there is. And I, I got a phone call from my friend, Steve Demme. I need to have him back on the show. Steve Demme, some of you guys will be familiar with him. He has written a curriculum called Matthew C., an incredible uh, man who loves the Lord. And he just happened to call me and I answered the phone. And he said, hey, kid, you know what's going on? I said, I'm just, I said, I don't feel right about this. Here I'm, I'm in the middle of this secular situation. They've asked me to talk about the Lord. I said, I don't know what to talk about if I can't talk about Jesus. And he said, Heidi, you're overthinking it. Stink the place up what? (laughs) He said, stink the place up. You're the fragrance of Christ. Everywhere you go, people should go, oh, there's something different about her. So whether or not you guys open your doors to trick-or-treaters tonight, or you do a trunk-or-treat thing at your church or whatever, be the fragrance of Christ. He's the one who sets people free. He's the one who makes us new. He's the one who puts our feet on the rock. He's the one who saves and redeems our life from the pit. We have an opportunity to speak life everywhere we go. So women of God, men of God, God says, you've got this. Read your Bible. Spend time with the Savior. Let his love transform you. And then speak the truth in love. You can do it. Remember, you have the power of Christ in you. Before I end the podcast today, I know it's a little bit short, um, but there's a couple of things I want you to think about. A couple of areas of your life where courage is a struggle, where you know God's called you to be an ambassador, but you just haven't found your voice or you're worried about what people will think about you. And then the second question is, how does God ask us to respond to difficult situations? If you haven't yet looked up the study at Momstrong International, that's where you'll find the answers to these questions and many more. I'd love to invite you to join us. We are getting ready to launch a brand new study. The studies begin on the first Monday of every new month. So that's coming right up. So in just a few days from now, we'll have a brand new study ready for you at Momstrong International. And I am so excited to see so many of you getting into your Bibles to see the Lord encouraging you to get off the bench and onto the battlefield to respond to fear in faith, to lean into the Lord and have him challenge you and respond with the truth of God's word to the challenge that you're facing in the culture today. God's word changes lives. His spirit changes us. It doesn't leave us where it finds us. It moves us 
to a new place beyond where we are right now. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. It is such an encouragement for us to see so many of you growing. We love hearing from you. If you want to communicate with us, best way to do that, as always, email me anytime, podcast at thebusymom.com. I have a very special friend on the podcast with me tomorrow. My friend Elizabeth Johnston, better known as the activist mommy, is coming on the show with me. We're going to be trying to encourage you again off the bench and onto the battlefield. Elizabeth has done that in her own life. She's got 10 children. They range in age from two to 20. And uh, I love the passion and fire in this woman to see parents be equipped to raise their children in such a way that they actually become difference makers for the kingdom. So come back on Friday and uh, you could be, you're gonna be blessed and encouraged by my friend Elizabeth. I wanna say thank you for everyone who's been praying for us as we've taken a couple of days off and are just spending time together as a family. And I'll be back in the saddle again next week for Mailbox Monday. In the meantime, come back on Friday. You guys do not wanna miss my interview with Elizabeth Johnston. Have a great Wednesday, everybody. And I'll see you back here on Friday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.